We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, this is Alex Campbell, host of the CHGO Fire podcast, and we've got a quick bonus for you this week. On Thursday afternoon, I had the chance to chat with former Fire and current Chelsea goalkeeper Gaga Slonina, along with Alex Calabrese of Men in Red and Brian Sharetta of American Soccer Now, about a range of topics including the upcoming U20 World Cup in Argentina, where Gaga is expected to start for the U.S., as well as life in London and much more. Thanks to Chris Kennedy from U.S. Soccer for setting this up. And without further ado, here is that conversation with Gaga Slonina. Yeah, so my first question for you, it's about the fire a little bit. So about 10 months ago, I was on a call very similar to this one with Chris Brady when he was with the U-20s in Honduras. And now a year later, uh, he's a starting goalie for Chicago and you're here at the U-20 World Cup. So what have your conversations been like with Chris over the last couple of months? How closely have you been following him and the fire this season? Um, I mean, obviously, like, um, we're like, so it's obviously like a friendly competition. So we were never really too close. But you know, it's a it was a healthy competition that that pushed us to to get better and to, you know, have the success that we're having right now. So you know, obviously, it was great to to be with him at Chicago Fire. And, you know, obviously, I wish him the best, you know, when he's at Chicago Fire to to do his best, because, you know, it's it's good to see other young goalkeepers doing well. Gaga, obviously, it's probably been a bit of an adjustment going from, uh, you know, starting first team minutes for the fire for a year and a half to now playing primarily with, with the U23s at Chelsea. What's what's that transition been like and how has it been helpful to kind of have six months to adjust to new club, new country, all of that? Yeah, I think I, I think those six months were, were super vital for me to, to be able to be around that environment you know, see what I still need to improve on to take myself to that to that level. So I think having those six months uh, to really adapt to the lifestyle in, in the in the UK was was really, really good for me. So I'm really happy with with the progress I made while I was there. And, you know, obviously, whatever is next for my for my future is, you know, it's, you know, it's in the future. So I can't really dictate it right now. But um, it was great for me to be there and to, you know, just see how how the life is there. How um. How much was uh, this on your calendar um, all season long or all, all year long, um, uh, this U-20 World Cup? Like, how much has this been a, on your mind, your next big – in terms of a priority for you? Um, you know, it, you know, before, obviously, questions surround next year where you're playing and stuff. But what is what is uh, what does this tournament mean to you personally? Yeah, I mean, it was on my calendar – Ever since my first first camp with the U20s, I mean, this is everything. It's a World Cup. So at the end of the day, I'm going to work my hardest to make sure that, 
you know, the team and I can perform our best so we we can come out and surprise a lot of people here. I think that it's a it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for us to to be here, be together. So I'm just going to use the moment to to enjoy every every single second with my brothers here and, you know, go out and show that on the field. And can you also talk a little bit about the past week of training um, and preparing for this tournament, what you've seen down in Argentina, particularly how the team is going to be a little bit shorthanded? Um, uh for the first game at least with two players not there and one was suspended. And I guess we're, you're still waiting for um, Michael to arrive from Orlando. So uh, um, you might take, it might be, um, you know, discuss the mindset that that's going into this first game against Ecuador. Yeah, I think the mindset remains the same. You know, the, the week of training that we had has been really, really good. You know, some really intense days where we, you know, showed our quality. So I think that everyone in the group is prepared, trusting each other. So, yeah, I think we're just going to focus on the the main guys that can play. I think that's that's all we can do. So, you know, we're going to go out there with the guys that we have available for the for the team and, you know, play our best for, for Ecuador that we can. All right, Gaga, 20, uh, 25th of January, you made your international debut against Serbia. Just first part of this question, what did it mean to you to have the opportunity to be the youngest goalkeeper to represent the U.S. men's national team? Yeah, it was it was a dream come true, to be honest. I mean, I worked so hard, you know, for, uh, to get to that moment, sacrificed a lot of, of time with my family, with my friends. So to be able to represent the, the U.S. and wear the jersey uh, in California for my debut was, I mean, it was something special. My family flew out to to watch me play. So it's it's one of those nights that you'll you'll never forget. So I still have the jersey. Um, definitely going to frame it, frame it soon. So it's going to be it's going to be one in the collection that that hopefully I build up over the years. And as a follow-up, because of that game, it means you're one of four players on this team, along with Cowell, Jogo, and Caleb Wiley, who have played for the senior team. Uh, what does it mean to you to be one of the leaders of the U20 group in that sense? Yeah, I think it's a, I mean, it's an honor, you know, like, I think we have a lot of uh, strong characters on this team, a lot of leaders on this team. So I'm not the only one that that's a leader. So I think all of us lead in, you know, very different ways. So I think that, you know, if we can all, you know, lead in the the way that we're best leading. I think that this team is going to be very, very strong and very difficult to play against. So I think that if we use, you know, all of our strengths to the best of our abilities that, you know, we're going to we're going to give the best uh, performances that we can. Gaga, a, uh, a non-soccer question here, kind of following up on what I asked earlier about, like, the adjustment period. What's been, you know, I, I know, obviously, you know, big adjustment going from the Chicago suburbs to London, from home to your own place and everything. What's What's kind of been your favorite thing? What have been the highlights for you about the of the last six months, particularly off the field and just getting used to your new environment? Um, I think that, you know, it wasn't it wasn't too big of an adjustment for me, to be honest, because when I was living in Chicago, I kind of had the same routine that I have in London now. You know, I, I kept up with the same, you know, routine that that got me to that point. So it wasn't too big of a change. But I love I love London. I love the city. You know, I love to, you know, walk around in the city, see all the people. So I think that, you know, the the best thing about it is, you know, that I that I play for Chelsea now. You know, it's a it's an extreme honor to be able to say that I, I can, uh, you know, represent that that club at, at some point in my career. So I think that I'm just going to continue to, you know, have the best attitude, the best mentality that I can to continue to try and prove that, you know, they can they can trust in me in the future. So. You know, I'm really, really happy that that I'm there, and the training and and support I receive from from everyone is is ridiculous. It's it's amazing. So I absolutely love it.
And then on the soccer side, you know, there's been a lot of youth camps, a lot of different tournaments, a lot of qualifying with different players that have led to this group of players being at this tournament. Does it feel like there's a different buzz within the group than other youth team camps you've been a part of? Or is everybody just trying to stay like, you know, try to treat these like any other games? Or do you allow yourselves to get excited a bit, knowing that a lot of time and a lot of games have led to this moment? Yeah, I think that obviously there's going to be a little bit of nerves leading up, you know, the closer we get into the game. But I think that the better that we can embrace that, the better that we're going to play. You know, obviously it's a it's a big moment, so we're going to be nervous. But if you can understand that, you know, all your brothers around you are feeling the same way, I think that that can be powerful. You know, if you kind of switch the mentality of of being nervous into, you know, it's it's just your mind telling you that you're about to do something important. So I think that, you know, we all have to understand that we're going to be nervous for the game and it's just to, to go out and, and perform in the ways that you can because you're here for a reason. A lot of players who go over to a team like Chelsea, um, big team, talk about how even in just a short period of time, they get so, so much better. Do you think that's been the case for you at Chelsea? And are there any particular aspects of your game that you think have improved significantly in just a short period of time? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, being around that environment, you know, you're going to get better. You have to adapt. Otherwise, you're you're just not going to make it. You're not going to be able to train with with the first team there because, you know, the level is is the best in the world. So. I think that yeah, you can get you can get very good in the in a short amount of time. But I mean, if you don't have the right mindset and you don't want to improve, I think that it it won't matter where you are. Yeah, I think you have to have the right mentality to continue to want to get better. But um, yeah, I think within the within the time I've been there, I think I've gotten much better with with playing with my feet because I think it's a big emphasis for the goalkeeper to be the eleventh player on the field instead of just the the goalkeeper to make saves. But yeah, we touch on everything there, and I think that I've gotten just well more well-rounded in, in my entire game. So hopefully, um, you know, I can show that in this World Cup. Um, so, yeah, just going to prepare and, and perform in the best way that I can. So in your opinion, in what ways did the Chicago Fire organization prepare you for going to an environment like that at Chelsea and making the move overseas? Yeah, I have to give a lot of, a lot of credit to... So my goalkeeper coach, when he was there, Aiden Brown, um, you know, he kept, he was so professional. I loved working with him every, every single moment that we had, you know, we still chat about it sometimes now. Um, but yeah, I absolutely loved working with him and preparing for him day in and day out, you know, being in early with him, watching film. I think that it was really special what we built. And obviously he's at San Jose now, but yeah, honestly, he, he had a big impact on my career and, you know, I'll forever be grateful for it. But yeah, I think that, I think that, you know, you can have all the tools around you, but I think that a lot of it was my, you know, just just mentality to to want to get better because, you know, once you get to that moment, it, it might be difficult for you just to start new habits. But I think if you can have those habits down already, it's much easier to adapt to a difficult environment. Doug, I wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, Josh Widener. He's going to be one of the guys who might be playing right in front of you. Um like you were saying, a, a young guy, um, one of the youngest guys on the team, and uh, and he might be making the move abroad. Um, reports are Benfica. I'm wondering if you could talk about um, you know what you've seen from him and the responsibility he might face in this tournament, and the confidence you have had in front of him or behind him, and having him in front of you. Yeah, I think he's a, he's a special kid. You know, I think he's the most energetic kid I've I've ever seen in my life. Um, but um, yeah, he's 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 a very good defender. You know, he's super solid, and I'm very confident with him in front that he's able to win his one v one duels. He's a 
He's a very big aerial threat. I mean, he's very strong. He's good on the ball. So, you know, he's a top player and he's going to be a big player for us in this tournament. So I know he's going to prepare and, you know, bring that bring that focus and mentality into every single game. We've only got time for a few more guys. So let's get the last couple of questions and we'll start wrapping up. All right. Well, I have two two more. One is really quick, so we'll ask it at the end. But um, the Chicago Fire have had some ups and downs this season. Chris Brady has had a few moments, and you know what it's like because you went through that a bit last season as well and the year before. What advice would you give to him in some of those difficult moments, like a game-deciding mistake or whatever it may be, as the team continues to progress under Frank Klopas this season? I would just tell him, you know, it, just to move on, you know, well, you can't do anything about a mistake anymore. I think that what happens in the past is in the past. And, you know, you just have to to move forward and continue to to give your all in the next game, the next opportunity you have, because if you dwell on a mistake, you're, you're likely to make more. So I think that it's just about, you know, you're going to make mistakes as a young goalkeeper. You're going to make mistakes as an old goalkeeper. You know, mistakes won't ever leave you. It won't ever leave your career. I think you just get better at, you know, adapting to them and, you know, getting better at, you know, learning from those mistakes that, with experience, I think, you know, is very, very important to to a successful career because, like I said, like mistakes won't ever leave your the part of the game. You can minimize the amount of mistakes you make, but it's always going to happen, you know, especially as a goalkeeper, you're the last guy, no one's behind you, no one to bail you out when you make a when you make an error. So, yeah, I think that's that's the advice I would give him. Right. Whether it's the coaching staff or you guys amongst each other, what do you what does the team view as success in this tournament? I think for us, success would be, you know, just to, to shock the world. I think, you know, we have a strong group. I think we can go out and win this whole thing. I mean, that should be the mindset of every player here. You know, we're not here just to, to enjoy Argentina and to have a have a vacation. I think that, you know, we have we have the ability, we have the capability to to go out and, and prove the world that, you know, we can we can lift the trophy at the end of this tournament. All right, I just have one. More. Brian, if you have one more, let's take. I'm all good, so I'll let you guys have one more quick one before we uh, wrap this up because not soccer related, but Chicago Fire fans want to know, so I need to ask it. Um, Gaga, are the sushi Sundays continuing in London? Honestly, they haven't. I've been I've been slacking on it. They would know if my if my sushi Sundays were were still happening. Trust me, I'd be all over Twitter with it. I know they love it, but. I'll be back. Uh, hopefully, I'll be back in Chicago soon, and I'll have I'll enjoy Sushi Sunday, and I'll make sure that that all the the fans who follow that know. All right, all right, great guys. Thank you so much for taking the time, Gaga. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks, yeah, thanks, Gaga. Gaga. Thanks, Chris, for sending it up. Much thanks, appreciated. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show 
by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 